0: All right, welcome back to tonight's coverage of Merrimack Hockey Warriors taking on University of New Hampshire in Durham. And joining us here, uh, Dan Parker. He's the play-by-play voice of UNH on radio and television and actually calling the game on TV tonight. Uh, Dan, first of all, what's that like moving back and forth between radio and TV from game to game?
1: Well, fortunately for me, I've done it often enough that I, I don't really... Have difficulty moving back and forth. Yeah, you know, I understand. You know the differences. Uh, I, when I even when I am on television, I'm more of a, a Doc Emrick kind of play-by-play guy, and then I'll call more of the action than a lot of other broadcasters. But I know when to lay out, and you know when to let the you know pictures speak for the, for the game.
0: Yeah, yeah. All right, uh, University of New Hampshire playing pretty good hockey lately. Uh, Three wins in a row coming into tonight's game. Two wins over a UConn team last weekend. That I know they're struggling a little bit down the stretch, but they played some pretty good hockey this year. Done better than people have expected. Uh, What's the state of UNH right now?
1: UNH has been really in a lot of the games. There's only been a couple of games where UNH has been out of them all year long. Um, And for the most part, They just haven't, like a lot of teams in the league, been a way way to find timely scoring. It's been kind of an issue, I think, across the league. Uh, But for, you know, the the mood here is pretty good. You know, they have an opportunity. Uh, Obviously, they know that it's going to be tough battles this weekend here against Merrimack, but both of them at home. uh, they got to do a little scoreboard watching down in Providence, but put themselves at least in a spot where uh, there's still something to play for here this weekend uh, for the Wildcats. Um, Danny Tironi's been a big part uh, of the second half of the season for UNH, and I don't want it to sound like Adam Clark was the problem in the first half because Clark wasn't the problem in the first half. Uh, UNH lost a bunch of 2-1, 1-0 games in the first half of the year. Uh, Tironi's a quicker goaltender. Uh, I think maybe the team plays a a little more comfortably in front of him, so I think that's been a big part of what's going on here in the second half of the year. Um, And uh, I think the leadership on this team is pretty good. The the seniors in Willows and Thrush and Downing uh, have, have done a good job of keeping the team battling, even when... The times were tough there for uh, for a long stretch in the first half,
0: yeah and a lot of teams tend to get better too as the season goes on UNH h usually that 's the case and you know playing better in the second half i 'm sure that helps you know, the addition of Taroni to the team and, and like you said the teams playing better in front of them
1: uh, definitely playing better in front of them. I think the other thing that 's been a big key is is just the uh, the progression of the young players on yeah. this team, uh, Podorowski up fronts. Uh, he's going to be an all-league player before he's done. Um, Fogle has gotten better week after week after week. Uh, seeing some time on the power play. Don't know if he will this week, uh, but uh, you know, seeing so freshmen like that up front get better, and really the guys on the blue line, yeah. you know, Fergelli and Marks, you know, they're seeing a ton of ice time. Uh, Boyd's seeing a little bit more here and there, and uh, you know, and when Pesci was down, you had other guys getting an opportunity. Pesci is by far the best defenseman on this team, right. but Cleveland picks up a lot more ice time when Pesci's down and he's become a b- way better player here in the second half I don't know if that's because he got more time when Pesci was hurt in the first half that he just got more comfortable in his own skin um, but it's it, it, they've played a lot better in all three zones here in the second half of the year they've had a couple of first game down at BU they didn't play great um, they, they lost that game um But for the most part here in the second half, they played a lot better team defense uh, in all three zones, and they're a UNH team, generating chances out of transition, and and they've been able to get a little bit more of that here in the second half, probably because of the better team defense throughout the ice.
0: Well, one of the faces we're looking forward to seeing this weekend, funny that we we don't see UNH until the end of the year, so it took this long for this to happen, but Glenn Stewart behind the bench at UNH, of course. He spent a number of years at Merrimack and was a key component of their coaching staff and now back at his alma mater, UNH. What kind of impact has he had and and what's it been like having him around here again?
1: Well, Glenn is... uh... An old friend of mine, because you know we were in school here together, in fact, uh, at one point we were scheduled to be housemates together. Uh, um, I wound up getting married that summer, so I wound up not being Glenn's housemate. I wound up moving in with my wife but uh, but but uh, I think so that, give you the
0: option then no, to still move in with Glenn no, no, no I, uh,
1: you know we found someone else to take my spot in the in the house that I was going to uh, share with glenn but we uh, uh so we go back a long ways and and, and, and I think uh, you know for this year. Uh, you know, with him and Scott Bork, you know, back on the recruiting trail. And uh, I think Glenn's brought uh, a, a, a little more up-tempo to the team. Uh, uh, you know, Glenn never met a puck he didn't want to shoot. So uh, uh, I think he's done a good job just, you know, helping the team transition. Um, Especially being such a young team, I think he's been a great addition to the program. I think uh, for the team going forward, um, you know, for me personally, it's you know, it's nice to see you know a, a younger alum come into the program. Um, I think the world of Jim Tortorello who was the associate coach before Glenn came in, uh, you know. But I you know, I like having you know Glenn, a, a younger guy, you know, in with the program now and you know, hoping uh, to help. You know, maybe open up some other recruiting channels that haven't been here for the Wildcats for a little while. Glenn being a Canadian and uh, and and you know, haven't done such a good job recruiting for Merrimack coming in on you know some guys uh, from some of those provinces.
0: Right, and uh, Merrimack starting up women hockey, women's hockey next year. Erin uh, Hamlin and I know you know her from your time here as well, and uh, been. Very impressed every time I've had a chance to talk to her. We've had her on the air a few times. But, again, it's somebody else from your time at UNH, I know going back about 20 years, not to make you feel old, but, uh, you know, uh, your impressions of Erin uh, of and, and what she'll bring to the program at Merrimack.
1: Well, I think Erin is a terrific coach, and she obviously was an unbelievable goaltender when she was at the University of New Hampshire. Uh, I think she'll be a tough coach um uh, you know she'll she'll get that team turned around quick because i think she's just got that gritty attitude that uh, you know you want to see i think out of a coach for a new program um she'll uh she'll expect a lot out of her players and she'll she'll hold them to it uh i think one thing here that happened at unh is after she left um because she was an assistant coach here for the women's program for a number of years, is uh, I think the recruiting fell off here a little bit, quite honestly, um, after she left. Um, so I think she'll do a pretty good job of convincing players uh, that they want to be part of the Merrimack program, uh, and w- wouldn't shock me at all to see that program competing very quickly.
0: And uh, another word, UNH alum with the Merrimack women's program, Casey Bellamy, played here Had an unbelievable career, and obviously went on to the Olympics, silver medals, and everything. Uh, so, I guess two, you know, two UNH alums now helping to head up the program at, at at women's program at Merrimack.
1: And I think Casey's a great, you know, fit for that program too. Um, personable, but tough is Casey Bellamy. She. Uh, uh, she, she was as, as tough a defenseman as you'd ever want to see uh, and I'm sure that's, you know probably will be her primary responsibility with the, with the program other than recruiting and, and regular general coaching but I'm sure she'll be responsible for the blue liners and uh, uh, that's a pretty good person to look up to there for Merrimack
0: All right, Dan, thanks a lot. We appreciate your time. Have a good call. You're on the WBIN call of the game tonight and back on UNH Radio tomorrow night. Both nights with Pete Webster, so uh, have a good call. Thanks.
1: Thanks, Mike. Appreciate it.
0: All right, Dan Parkers has been our guest here during the intermission. We'll be back with more right after this. This is Warrior Hockey.